Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 Saturday mornings with the Jim Valley, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, and it is Tuesday on this show. And you know what that means. We got a lot to talk about. Everyone's favorite show tonight, NXT, which really hasn't been my favorite show of late, quite frankly, but we're going to preview that. We've also got AW Dynamite tomorrow, which has very, very strong competition and is very likely to die. In the ratings, but uh, these things happen. But uh, they've got a they got a show, and we got a lot of things to talk about in the lineup. There, we also have two matches official, which we pretty much already knew for the Forbidden Door show. And of course, last night was Monday Night Raw, and Monday night was in Hartford, Connecticut, which meant that a ton of office people were backstage, including Vince McMahon. He was there for the show last night, and we'll talk about. What he saw, what he wanted to see, as well as the Raw recap at the end of this program. We have SmackDown ratings, which did a good number, obviously, with the Roman Reigns thousand-day celebration. The final couple of minutes of that show probably hit three million viewers for the final few minutes of the Roman Reigns thousand-day celebration. The Rampage show, which was the best Rampage in forever, because it was Championship Friday, did not do the best number ever. In fact, it did a poor number. We'll tell you about that. Plus, we've got Kenny Omega and Randy Orton, some injury updates there. Jeff Jarrett trying to literally get heat, trying to trademark it, and uh, and plenty more. If you want to text us today, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. At Semper Bibi. Back in a moment. Observer Live.
you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's list is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free products. Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trustpilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances, heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. 800-867-6917. That's 800-867-6917. The FDA issued an import alert for U.S. Customs authorities to detain illegal, disposable, flavored nicotine e-cigarettes from foreign countries, including China. Rich Marianos is a former assistant director for the ATF, now with Georgetown University. These disposable e-cigarettes have become a real problem. It's encouraging to see the FDA act at the border, but our kids need them to take the next steps and remove these foreign disposables from the store shelves. They have the authority, and now it's time to act. Sponsored by the Border Security Alliance. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And yes, here we are today. Later on in the show, we got the Raw Report. But you know, if you're a subscriber on Twitter, you're reading it right now. Because all of my TV reports go up there for my Twitter subscribers. The world-famous Raw Report, the NXT Report, had some some New Japan coverage up there. So it's all up there right now for you. Mike appears to be struggling with something. Looks like he's not connected. 
Oh, there he is. Yeah. What's with the face, bro? Hey, listen, we got a lot to get into here today. Do you know tonight is Tuesday? And my favorite show is on the air. It's NXT. We've got an NXT women's title number one contender battle royal. That's coming up here tonight. Eddie Thorpe will have a rematch with Damon Kemp, which actually is going to be really fun. But uh, if you just hear those names, Eddie Thorpe against Damon Kemp, you think, who would want to watch that? Well, it's going to be fun. And then we've got Blair Davenport and Danny Palmer. Blair Davenport is the mystery attacker. Danny Palmer wants a piece of her for God knows what reason. She will be killed. We have the schism, which is Jagger Reed. These are all real names. Jagger Reed, Rip Fowler, and Ava versus Ivy Nile, Brutus Creed, and Julius Creed. The schism versus the diamond mine in a mixed six-person tag. The return to NXT. Actually, I don't know if he was ever even there. Musaba Ali has come down from the main roster. He'll face Joe Gacy. And after being gone for one whole week, Ilya Dragunov will return to the show. So that is the lineup for NXT on Tuesday. What, are you excited or what over there, Mike? Can't wait. I knew it. I knew it. Then we got Dynamite tomorrow, which is facing extraordinarily strong competition. They're in big trouble. But we've got a lineup here. Orange Cassidy will defend the international title against Swerve Strickland. We have the Blackpool Combat Club, Moxley, Claudio, and Wheeler against Trent, Rocky, Romero. My main man, Rocky Romero, and Chuck Taylor. We have Jay White versus Ricky Starks, where Juice and FTR are both banned from ringside. We have an MJF promo, and we have Hook Boy, Jack Perry and Hook, against Preston Vance and Drillistico, which is a Texas Tornado match. Did I miss an angle, or did I forget an angle, or why is it a Texas Tornado match? Just because. Okay. Just making sure. And then we have Forbidden Door coming up, and yes, these matches are now official. Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States title, and Brian Danielson versus Okada. So, yes, they are doing Kenny and Will for that title on that show. So if they do some sort of big elite versus BCC match where, you know, the elite comes up with a new partner from Japan, well, that partner ain't going to be Okada. And uh, Kenny Omega will not be in the match. So it could be the Young Bucks and Ibushi versus the Blackpool Combat Club, perhaps. I guess we'll see what happens there. Because, you know, there are a couple things that we have to ask questions about, which is uh, Ibushi had a he had a big time falling out with New Japan. And uh, this is a New Japan AW joint show. We also had Shibata, who went into business for himself in a match in New Japan, and they never let him wrestle again on a New Japan show. And so I guess the question is, how would uh, both of these individuals, what will New Japan think about them if they're, if AEW wants them to be on the show? I guess we're going to find out. 
and less dramatic than that, much less dramatic, will be, will Impact have a spot on this show? Will we see Ace Austin and Chris Bay represent the Bullet Club? Will we see Yuya Uemura? You know, what will we see out of them, if anything at all? Well, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. Kushida and Kevin Knight tied in with Impact right now, technically. So, you know, Alex Shelley and... And, of course, Chris Saban, but Alex Shelley a little more active in Impact. It would be interesting to see how many, if, if any of those guys, actually end up making it onto the show. Last night was the Raw show in Hartford, Connecticut, which is, of, cl- of course, close to Stamford. They're both in Connecticut. And uh, Vince McMahon and a number of other WWE executives were at the show. This was the first show, the first Raw show, that Vince has been at since the Raw after WrestleMania. He was back. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. When you watch the show, even though he was there, it wasn't like a Vince show. It was actually not a Vince show at all because it was like a ton of wrestling. It was like wrestling, 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 and uh, some good wrestling, in fact, as we'll get to later. But... Apparently, Vince wanted to take a gander at old Dom, the kind of heat that kid got. And uh, so Dom got to go out and do his promo, and, you know, we'll see what that means for him down the road. But he got a lot of heat. Any report on if it popped Vince or not? Well, I, I think that Vince was, was happy about it. <laughs> you know, he likes heat. Dom may be yeah. the world champion by the end of the year because you know how much Vince likes heat. Best thing Dom can do is get heat. I did hear that, uh, you know, they, they gave him a little bit of advice, which is, you know, when you're getting that kind of heat, just uh, shut up. Lay out. Don't don't talk over the people. Let them boo you. Get angry about it. Ah! And actually, the highlight of that segment was Cody. When he, uh, when he stood up and he grabbed the mic and he calmly said, guys, mind quieting down so Dom can talk? And they booed so loud after that. I was dying at that line. <laughs> the, the way he pulled it off was just, it was great. So anyway, we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, Vince was there. Old Vince McMahon. We're close, though. We're one step closer to Rhea Ripley against Brandy Rhodes. You know, I don't think we're any steps closer to that, Mike. <laughs> Are we any closer to having Brandy Rhodes come out to defend her man with a promo on television? I I have seen no evidence that we're going in that direction. Ah, I'd like to hope so. I'd like to hope so. SmackDown was Only a heifer and whatnot. The Roman Reigns 1000 Day Celebration, and it did a monster number. It did 2.6 million viewers, which was up almost 20% from the previous week. It was the best SmackDown audience of the entire year. It was the highest audience total since John Cena returned to the ring on December 30, 2022. It topped all of television. It did a .73 in 18 to 49. It was up 40% in 18 to 49 from a week ago. It was the best rating. Actually, you got to go back years and years and years because the uh, the most recent one was Christmas Day 2022 which had a lead in from the NFL that doesn't count so you'd have to go back you know prior to 2020 to see another show that did a 0.73 at 18 to 49 
doubled the closest competition in 18 to 49. Doubled the closest competition in 18 to 49. And uh, compared to the same week one year ago, audience up 32%, 18 to 49 up 55.3%. So, yeah, if you guys don't think that they're going to get a giant television deal the next time around, man, I don't know what to tell you. And they're they're hot. And you know, I saw some guy go, I thought you said that Sammy was the one that was drawing all those numbers a few months back. Where was Sammy when this did? Well, Sammy did do those numbers a few months back. But Roman did this number. Now, how do I know that? Well, because a few months back, Roman was also all over the show. And he did not spike numbers. But whenever Sammy was on the show, the numbers did spike. And you could actually watch the spikes go like this. So, yeah, a couple of months ago, Sammy was responsible for those spikes. Now, Roman Reigns, for his 1,000-day celebration in this bloodline angle, boy, did he spike that number. That angle is still hot, despite what some people might think. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295-800-965-1295-800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable. Priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. 
Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. No, Jingu, Tam, all the belts is not a hotter storyline than Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. Okay. Roman Reigns and the Bloodline is objectively the hottest angle in all of pro wrestling worldwide. There's nothing else in any promotion anywhere. No, it's not, Brian. That is as if, hot no. as Roman Reigns in the bloodline is. I don't I'm like sorry. it, Brian. If I don't like it, that means it doesn't work. If I don't like the song, that means the song is bad. Nobody else likes the song either. I don't even know any of my friends who like the song. I don't know why people are like this when it comes to the bloodline. The whole storyline and angle. You can say it got tired and boring ten months ago. That's great. It's obviously working for a lot of people. It's worked for SmackDown, surely. It's helped them immensely. And anybody that's been involved with it, I'm not saying it's helped them out, but look, Lashley and McIntyre aren't a lot worse off than they were before. In fact, them being recycled into the thing constantly got them title shots and got people behind them. You could say the same thing about Kevin Owens. Sami Zayn... Look, he was a cog in the wheel. He was a very important cog in that wheel. But this is a storyline that they are behind because it's working. Whether you like it or not, whether you like portions of it, any of it, all of it, doesn't matter. It's working. Listen, I don't like football. I'm not going to sit here and say that, like, it's not the hottest sport in America. I mean, Jiminy Christmas. The evidence is right here in front of your face. It's doing huge. It's doing the biggest business of anything in all of pro wrestling. Jingo goes, Chaco Pro sold out in a minute in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> that does not make it hotter than WWE. I'm sorry. Well, did, did WWE sell out in a minute on their first day? The funny thing is, the funny thing is, Jingo, I don't know if you're joking. <laughs> I don't know if you're joking. You yelled at me the other day. You told me. <laughs> Who was it? Starlight Kid was selling as much merch as John Cena. That's yes. what you told me the other day. So... <laughs> and yeah, I believed you. I believe that you believe that, but you're wrong. That is a wrong statement, okay? It's objectively wrong. Jingu, don't be sending any emails about Oh, John now he's Kate. backing up. I'm joking. I'm joking, he says. <laughs> really? Oh, my. Now. Oh, my. Now, what did not do well is Rampage. It did poorly. 357,000 viewers. This was, you know this was? And this on is, late and died. No, it wasn't on late. It was in the regular time slot. Well, that's true. And oh, the whole you know, idea, right. the whole idea was last week after being preempted for like six weeks, the show went back to its normal time slot. And then, you know, this week, I think the idea was, well, let's, you know, get people back in this normal time slot habit. We're going to do Championship Friday. Four title matches. And I thought the show was great, but it died. Well, 12th on cable, 0. 
which was up 9.1% in the uh, the demo, but there was no major sports competition for the night. 357,000 viewers. Uh, they were even or down from last week in every category, except women 18 to 49, which had a 16.7 increase. But if you were a woman under 18, you were down 60%. So, uh, yeah. I bet you they were there for Zach Saper Jr. Compared to the same week in 2022, Rampage audience down 24%, 18 to 49 down 14.3%. And, uh, you know, that episode last year went up against the NHL Conference Finals and the College uh, Softball World Series. So actually, the year-to-year is even worse. The College Softball World Series. Yeah. Didn't know that did numbers like that. Congratulations, ESPN or Big Ten Network or whatever it is. I don't know. 108,000 people. 18 to 49 in that last quarter hour for AEW. Those declines, not good. Not good at all. You didn't even start over 200,000. I think that's the, that's tough to see. (laughs) You know, not even getting to 200,000 at 10 p.m. is, is tough. And then it just obviously went down badly from there. And you know, the, uh, the issue. And that's not look, and not the issue with the wrestlers, not the issue with anything with booking that card and the way that they did it. I probably would have done it that way too. You got to give people a reason, one to come back, but also knowing what you've atrophied and lost over all this time, it's not going to be overnight that they immediately get back the numbers that they had. Forget about when Punk was there, what they usually average on a regular basis. The other thing is that uh, you know this idea of well, let's put it on after SmackDown. SmackDown, you know, they do a great doesn't work like that. In fact, the better SmackDown does, the worse Rampage does, is uh, is how it's been working, because there is a bigger crossover than there has been in the past. And, uh, well, how do we know that? Well, few reasons. Number one, you can look at the, uh, the, the companies that still sell, like, pay-per-views and that sort of thing. You know, they can track, okay, did, did this home buy only WWE? Did this home buy WWE and AEW? And the crossover is larger. There are more people now that are buying both shows. When when AEW started, you know, one of the issues was WWE absolutely sucked. It was a horrible show during that period. And a lot of people had quit. And when uh, when AEW started, they, they started watching AEW. And so you had this, this WWE glutton for punishment audience. And then you had this AEW audience that didn't want to watch WWE anymore. So you had a very separate... AW WWE audience. There were some crossovers, obviously. A lot of us listening right now may have been crossovers, but as far as the the general public, I mean, you had the WWE fans and you had the people that didn't like WWE. They were watching AW. Well, when uh, when Vince left and and Hunter took over, despite what some people want to want to think, the show got better. And uh, as a result, you had people that started watching WWE again. And now the the AEW crossover is larger because some of those people that had quit WWE to watch AEW, they came back to watching WWE. They got into the Sami Zayn storyline. They got into into various things. So, you know, WWE, the best thing that ever happened is actually very much because I, I, I told people this when AEW was going to start. One of the reasons that, that Nitro got such a foothold in 1995 was, brother, I've been watching those 94 Raws. They're horrible. And so you had an alternative that had better wrestling and and big stars that had been underutilized on the other show. And right out the gate, boom, it was the best time for Nitro to get started. 
And it was the exact same thing for AEW. There was no better time for AEW to start out in that 2018-2019 WWE period where they were just like a train wreck every single week. It was the best time. But WWE getting hot, WWE getting strong is not great for AEW. AEW is going to have to build their own audience now because their audience was built on disgruntled WWE fans, some of which have gone back to watching WWE. It's also why it's insane for me. It's not insane because it's business what's going on right now with Nick Khan and talking about negotiating the next round of rights for SmackDown because the threat of Amazon, and we might pull it, and Amazon is theming days. They have a theme day on Thursday where the NFL is on and they get this. We could do the same thing on a No, I don't believe that you can. And I don't believe that there's more value in taking more money from Amazon to take that risk for the next three to four years than it is to remain on on Fox in prime time on national television with a network that is dedicated towards sports on the weekend beginning with you. I think it's insane for them to try to get away from that. Again, I know this is business. I know you got to go with your options. Maybe there's Netflix. Maybe CBS wants us, ESPN, whatever it is. But that's why, to me, the threat of streaming and taking things over to streaming is not a good idea because what has gone hand-in-hand with them getting hot and them with this bloodline deal is the fact that a maximum number of people have been able to see it. And we see what it's done to their cachet when it comes to network TV. Sure, compared to a lot of other shows, advertising revenue dollars to what they earn on ratings, it's not there. It will never be there for wrestling. So to me, again, you take what you can get out of Fox, you try to continue that relationship because I think that spotlight that's on them has been, it's been great for them, obviously, during this time. Omega is surprised he did not get hurt in that cage match. Uh, is that about the cage match? Yeah, there was a cage match. May 10 Dynamite, Moxley Omega. That's where Omega did the V-trigger, and uh, he put Moxley through the side of the cage. But then he got his leg stuck between mm-hmm. the ring apron and the bottom of the cage. And he told Muscle and Fitness that he was bewildered that he was able to walk away from that unscathed. And uh, he said, I'm still bewildered over at. I walked away from it. I just let it happen. I think somehow, because nothing was going against the grain or fighting against this odd happening, I miraculously ended up okay. And man, I watched that thing. And I know there were people in the back that were watching it. And they were like, oh, my God, like his leg's going to fall off, like literally fall off of his body from that one. Mm. But then when it appeared he was okay, they were like, man, that was awesome. So. It was. It was. Uh, That's how a lot of that works sometimes, isn't well, it? Well, yeah. You're. You're first. You're afraid the guy's dead, and then you realize he's not. He's totally fine. And then, man, that was awesome. Yeah. That's what happened there. That's like when somebody busts their ass, you know, slips and goes up in the air. Oh my god! And then it's like they're okay. And then it's like, well, you can kind of take some humor in it if it was a, you know, particularly great pratfall. That was from post wrestling, and they also had a uh, interview where Matt Hardy said that Randy Orton told him that continuously doing the RKO affected him. Which is kind of interesting, because when you think about normal finishes, it's just a it's just a back bump. But he did a lot of those, and... Uh, hey, when you got a bad back. Eh. Well, he also didn't always do them in the ring. 
Back in a moment with more Observer Live. even recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. This is Ron Barr. I've got a great suggestion for you. Father's Day is coming up, and if you really want to give him something I know he'll like, give him the Omaha Steaks Dads Want Steaks package. I guarantee he'll say, wow, this is great. Your dad doesn't need another electronic gadget. Just visit omahasteaks.com, type in sports in the search bar, and order the Dads Want Steaks package, and also get $30 off. Your gift package includes smoky tender bacon-wrapped filet mignons, boneless pork chops, gourmet jumbo franks, and boneless chicken breasts. And for a sweet finish, you'll get delicious caramel apple tarts. Trust me, I've had them all, and your dad will love them too, and it's a Father's Day gift you and your dad will always remember. From experience, I can tell you, Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. So surprise your dad with something both of you can enjoy and never forget. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword sports. It's the ultimate Father's Day gift. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I want that guy banned. If you're not watching on video, whether that's twitch.tv slash F4W video or video.f4wonline.com. Who's this kid think he is? First off, you can if you have Amazon Prime. You can sign up for uh, our Twitch channel and watch it for free, live, every day. 
twitch.tv slash F4W video. Just go down there, hit subscribe, and link your account to your Amazon Prime account. You can watch it free every month. Do you know that? But anyway, during the break, that was me versus Jack Evans from October of the year 2000. 23 years ago, me and young Jack Evans, who at the time, for reasons that I cannot explain to you, he was known as Trelane. Trelane? Trelane. Hmm. Even though his actual name, obviously. And he is legitimately Jack Evans. His father is uh, also Jack Evans. His father is the king of Parkland. Uh, Jack was known as the Prince of Parkland. Yes. But, uh, yes, wow. 23 years ago we had that match. And, yes, I was wearing khakis. So Andrade owes me something for uh, gimmick infringement. And uh, and I was talking about these pants. In fact, it was on Observer, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Jim Cornette had seen one of my matches. And his advice was, get rid of them khakis. But what no one realized was that I wore those khakis because I was too fat to fit in my gear. That was a problem. You didn't go and get a pair of Carhartts? I didn't know if you, I don't know if you noticed or not, but that uh, pair of khakis had a belt. Because I, uh... you see, I, I was, I was, I was fat, but I also was was strong. And in order to find a pair of pants that fit my short, large-thighed body, you weren't skinny fat. You were thick fat. I was thick fat. I was definitely thick fat. I once was at the gymnastics place, and uh, and I don't know why I was wearing bike shorts. That was a bad choice. But uh, some guy in the parking lot just looked at me and goes, "I'd never take you down." And he got in his car and drove off. And I was I was pretty uh, you know I was pretty proud of that one. But anyway, I got I was short but also thick, so like you can't find pants that fit. So I had to get real big pants. But then I had to have a belt so they didn't fall down. This was a this was an unfortunate time in my life. So say you were buying size, let's say, thirty two waist pants. What would the length be? At well, they weren't thirty two waist pants at that point. No, no. Today I am twenty eight thirty. That should tell you something. Twenty eight thirty. Yeah, and I wear is a belt. It, is it tough to to find pants now? Yes, it is very hard. I was, I was it is exceedingly exceedingly hard to find pants that fit me. <laughs> And back then I was I was I was what probably what 3428 or 3430 or something. Yeah, go find a pair of those. Good luck. <laughs> really wishing Zubaz came back you're, didn't you? You're going to be in the uh, you know, who were those guys uh those Oompa Loompas? Is that what they were? Who? In that weren't they like short and round? Oh well, yeah. They kind of egg-shaped. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Willy Wonka, yes. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't need to wear suspenders. I just now I want a side by side of like you and Tojo Yamamoto, who was like five three both ways by the end. <laughs> mm. All right, Seth came out to open up the sh the Raw show. This is the world famous Raw report, and he said that there had not been a world title match on this show in two years. <laughs> Man, two years ago this show, <sighs> yikes! Mm. So Priest and Finn Balor came out. Priest had accepted the challenge. You know, people tied themselves in knots all. You know what's funny? What? So, remember how I was pointing out that last week on this show, Damian Priest had uh, had been beaten. 
mm-hmm. in that match. Yeah. And then a week later, he's just got a world title match. Mm-hmm. And I noted that, you know, whatever the finish was last week, Vince had changed it, which means the original finish was not Damian Priest winning, okay, or losing. It was someone else getting beaten, whoever that might be. I don't know who's going to win, lose, whatever. But he changed the finish, okay? So, you know, there was a point on this show where, you know, they're going back and forth, and uh, and somebody said something. I think Finn was saying something, and and uh, maybe it was Seth goes, he fared a lot better than you did. And I thought, what? Priest fared better than Finn? No, actually, Priest got pinned last week. So, no, he did not fare better than, than Finn Balor. So I'm wondering if, like, you know, Finn was supposed to get pinned last week, and Priest was supposed to win, and and whoever was doing this promo just did the same promo they were planning to cut, but then everything got screwed up. So anyway, I presume that Priest was not supposed to lose last week, and Vince, for whatever reason, decided, hey, let's beat this guy for reasons unknown. Maybe maybe the, the change was made because now they're going to do Finn Balor versus uh, Seth next, and they didn't want to beat Finn because Finn's, I don't know, who cares. But anyway, they, they agreed to do a match later. And the key, and I don't think this is going to be, you know, immediate because the way that Hunter books, you know, everything takes time. But, uh, you know, Priest said, I want to do this by myself. I don't want the Judgment Day down there. And then later in the show, uh, during the main event, that's at your house. Yeah, we're watching a dog. Lance's dog? No, he's mm. not all up in the mic, so you know it's not Lance's dog. Well, anyway, later, uh, Damien Priest is doing the main event by himself, and Finn tries to interfere, and Damien Priest yells at him, like, what are you doing down here? And Finn kind of was taken aback by that. So the point is, you know, over the next couple of months, uh, Finn Balor and Damien Priest in the Judgment Day, there's going to be a split, and Damien Priest is going to be going babyface. It can happen soon, but that's that's clearly the seeds they're planting here. Becky beats Sonya in a Money in the Bank qualifier. Just constant interference by Chelsea, which the ref, he had no problem with. But Becky won. She is in Money in the Bank. This went way longer than I would have expected. We had a Kevin and Sammy promo where Imperium showed up, and they're clearly leading to a tag match. But in the meantime, we got Gunther and Kevin Owens. Now, Dave didn't like this finish, okay? I didn't have a problem with it because they're clearly setting up a tag match, and what you need is for one of Imperium to get a win over Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. And uh, it happened here where Kaiser ran down, KO gave him the stunner, but then Gunther rolled him up and pinned him. You know, that's going to set up the tag match. But, man, dude, this match, forget the finish, dude. This match ruled. It was so great. They pummeled each other. They beat the hell out of each other. They did all their big moves. They're kicking out. This place was going nuts for the end of this match. And, uh, hey, you know, I've seen a lot of matches this good that ended in a DQ or something stupid. Hey, we got to finish. There was interference, but you know what? Fine. I mean, uh, the, the fact of the matter is Gunther didn't beat him clean. And you can go back to this match at some point for Gunther's title, which I'm totally down for because if this was this good on Raw, imagine this is a pay-per-view match. Kevin Owens versus Gunther for that title. We had a Riddle promo where he beat up Imperium. Then we had a Ronda and Shayna celebration. They're celebrating their, their title win. 
And uh, this Ronda Rousey, like, I don't know, she's so weird. You ever notice how weird Ronda Rousey is? Yeah. Probably have to follow her outside of wrestling. Yeah. But uh, she said, anyone who has the figurative balls to face us mm-hmm. just has to ask. And so, uh, you know, up walked uh, Katana and Caden. They wanted a match in their debut. And uh, as soon as it happened, I was like, man, they're beating these two in their debut. I the don't know party about girls. that. Yeah, the, the, the interview was horrible. But the match itself, like I will say, Ronda and Shayna gave them a ton. And they sold and they sold and they sold. And then finally at the end, you know, there was some double teaming. And then uh, Shayna choked out Caden Carter. But, I mean, yeah, they got beaten in their debut. But I've seen a lot worse than this. Like, they they sold a lot for them before they beat him in the end. So it ended up being a good showing. Mm. We had uh, Nakamura and Ricochet, where, uh, you know, Bronson had done an interview. And he goes, I can't figure out why you're in this King of the Ring and I'm not. Because I beat you a few weeks ago. And Ricochet goes, well, we both had qualifiers. I won mine. You lost yours. And Bronson's like, ah, it's beside the point. I'll beat that Nakamura again someday. Heel. And so Nakamura faced Ricochet. It was good while it lasted. Bronson hit the ring for the DQ. He killed both of these dudes. He crushed Ricochet with a tsunami to the back, which, golly. And then the fans chanted one more time. (laughs) Sucks to be old Ricochet. (laughs) Bronson was like, I ain't doing it again. You marks. And he left, got heat. That was good. We had a preposterous. I, I don't care what he, nobody here can convince me. Even if Vince McMahon himself called in and claimed this, I'd say he was lying. Vince is one hundred percent the person behind this Alpha Academy stuff. It's just the oh. most. You yes. got you got a silly guy who's short. You got a fat guy who's there for comedy, and you have the the hot woman whose gimmick is that she's just hot. Like that's the gimmick, and you know he wants uh, Gable wants her to wrestle. But she can't wrestle in that dress. And she goes, don't worry. I've got an outfit in my locker. And she walks off and their eyes grow wide. And by the way, they never had a follow-up on this show. So in storyline, she's she's still in her locker now. Or she's going to put on the she put on the outfit yesterday. And she's going to wear it for seven days before the next Raw show when she starts training. Can I throw this out there? Got to go quick. This is going to end like the Steiners and Doom, isn't it? She's finally going to seduce Otis, get him in a room, and then somebody's going to beat the hell out of him. It's possible. It's possible. Miz TV with Cody Rhodes, where they brought out Dominic Mysterio. And uh, we talked about this earlier, but it's going to be very interesting to watch this show because Cody is uh, arguably the biggest babyface in the company right now. Dom is by far the, the most hated heel. He's more hated than Roman. And uh, in theory, like, these two having a match should have tremendous heat. But of late, like, you know, Dominic's matches have not had a lot of heat. Now, granted, he has not faced anybody like Cody Rhodes. So uh, we're going to see. I can't wait to see that match. I think that match is going to be a lot of fun. Zoe beat Natty. Money in the Bank qualifier. Zoe is now in Money in the Bank. We had a Paul Heyman promo where he said, he did not, by the way, say that this was not a prediction. It was a spoiler. He said Friday, Jay Uso was going to have to make his choice. Whose side are you on? And he says he's going to stand by the side of his brother. Solo. So Friday has to make a big choice. And I think the choice is going to be that he does stand by his brother solo. 
so that they can do a three-on-one deal with poor Jimmy for a while. And then, you know, it'll be like uh, like The Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi. Which one was it where that guy was blasting Vader with the – or he was blasting Luke and then Vader made the save for his son? I think that's what's going to end up happening here. They're all going to be killing poor Jimmy Uso and, and you know, Jay's going to all of a sudden shoot lightning out of his fingers or something. And he's Tom, where are you? Save his brother. Yeah. Thank you. Return of the Jedi. Jedi, says. yeah. And what does Dom know? He wasn't even born when that movie came out. He's a pro. Get out of here. Of course it was Return of the Jedi. That's the one my daughter won't watch because there's too much lightning bolts. She doesn't like that forced lightning. She don't like it one bit. And then Seth and Damian Priest for the World Heavyweight title. Although there are those little cuddly Ewoks, but the force, yeah. the hatred of Force Lightning overrides the love of those cuddly little critters. High spots. Seth beat Damian when uh, Finn's interference backfired. And uh, that match was a good main event. And uh, they set the seed for that turn later on down the road. And then Seth and Finn had a stare down as the show ended, so that's coming up next. And uh, that's it. Back in a moment with more Return of the Jedi Live. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call Call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. 
In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands, guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. All right, so we got a couple of things coming up. Tonight, Brian and Vinny and Granny and Craig show for subscribers. It will be the first half of the 1994 King of the Ring, first five matches. And then next week... We are going to watch the second half. And since next week is the end of the road for Retro Raw for the time being, because the week after, we will be kicking off the 21 years ago in NWA TNA, Mm-mm-mm. because we are saying goodbye to 1994 Monday Night Raw, next week's show will be a 90s party. Yes. <coughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you needed a reason to sign up for the video site, that might be one for you. The 90s party. And now, should mention that the Landstorm show will not be taking place in an hour. But uh, probably oh, tomorrow morning. Boy, what is a 90s party? You know. You know. What is a age. 90s party? Well, sounds like you need to watch, brother. You're going to find out what a 90s. That was my A day. That was when I was in my prime. Prime, yeah. The 1990s. <laughs> yes. So anyway, that's going to be uh that's going to be next week. So you can check that out. And uh yeah, make sure you watch tonight as well because our main man Sean Garrett is now an Emmy Award winner. And he is going to be bringing his Emmy onto the show tonight. The Shoot Emmy. That's coming wait, up tonight. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, I Where's know. Oreo? I know. We've got extra security here like on SmackDown this week. All right. So anyway, that's it. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.